welcome to intentional and creative affluence the podcast with your host shailaja vishwanath if you are a creator or if you're just an individual who wants to learn more about the concept of intentional and creative affluence with your time you're in the right place Welcome back everyone and I am so happy to have with me today Saumya Karkera. She is one of my students of my intentional Instagram course but before we go into that I want to give you a short introduction about who she is and what she does. So Saumya Karkera is a life coach for children, young adults and parents. With children she supports them with all their growing up challenges in life, getting comfortable with who they are. and finding their own inner strength and bravery in her sessions with them they work together to find solutions to problems that are keeping them stuck from moving forward she is passionate about helping them find their strengths and use those strengths to navigate any challenging situations they face in life when she works with parents she is gently supporting them on their parenting journey helping them find balance and connection with themselves and their family so saumya welcome to the podcast and my interview series and i'm so happy to have you here thank you very much shailaja i'm so um, happy to be here thanks for having me thank you so saumya uh, i would like to like to ask you to speak a little bit about why was it that you chose this particular line of work what was the motivation what was the inspiration and what is it that keeps you going on this specific journey um i think uh, to answer this question i have to go back to my childhood because it is then that i actually knew i think precisely at age 14 i knew this is what i wanted to pursue i didn't think i would become a life coach but what i knew at that time was i wanted to work with children specifically um and it comes out of my own personal experience um whilst growing up um i had quite a lot of difficulties um with emotions or challenges in life whether it is exams or school work or friendships or life challenges in general we lived in a very small village um in udupi and um i think though school was great there were lots of challenges at school at that time like uh, going up or moving up a class was challenging in every subject and what i recognized was though we had parents and um extended family members to support us and to look after us there was not really somebody to listen to our problems that we were going through in life or i was with my siblings um with a non judgmental ear or being empathetic towards us um parents were really great but also sometimes they did not know how to help us with our growing up challenges also at school school was great again there was lots of academic stuff but there was nobody to really help you to navigate yourself through your life challenges maybe the life skills sometimes we just needed to hear that you know uh, believe in that strength that you have just keep going just don't give up 
and also to help with emotional regulation when you were sad, upset, um, frustrated, or mostly didn't know what to do. There was no proper guidance, especially maybe nobody to listen with an empathetic ear and in a non-judgmental way. I stress that quite a lot. And it is from there I actually took the step, then persevered, um, did my social work in um, medical and psychiatric social work and then with families. And I think that was it much against my family's um, willingness. I pursued uh, this course. I'm the first one to come out as a social worker in my family, which is which was then filled with professionals, engineers and doctors and bankers. Um, so even that was a challenge to achieve. Um, and since then, I don't think there was any looking back. Uh, my first job was an education consultant in India. Then I moved to the UK in 2007. And being in England, it has just given me the wings because England has quite a lot of structured social work practice here. And in, and in 15 years, I have only worked with children and young people and then added families to it. During this time, my only passion was to help children, uh, help them with their solutions or their problems and to help them move forward. And I think whilst I was exploring myself in what is my specialization, I think I pretty much found it. And then the parents came on board as well. So my professional experience goes to working in different counties and working at very challenging cases where safeguarding or child protection is sometimes involved. And then uh, after doing that with children in schools and parents and families for 15 years, I then made a decision to actually take it and offer my service on my own, which is very new actually, it's still a baby, it's only six months old. Um, but I'm glad I took that leap because I can now access more children across the globe. I can even go back to India, go back to my own little place, Udupi or Bangalore, and then offer the service via online. So I think that's where it all stems from. Inspiration, I would say, comes from, um, from my own journey. I know as a youngster, I found some skills myself to navigate forward. And every time I have an interaction with a young person, I know that they have the drive. Um, sometimes they just need that um, they need a north, um, like a North Star. They just need somebody to guide them through that. And they just navigate themselves really well. And I want, I strongly believe in young people having these skills and abilities much earlier in life so that they don't have to find this at age 30 or 40, because it's taken me many, many years to explore some skills and to apply it on myself. Have they be given to me when I was younger, I wouldn't have struggled that much. And I think that's where the inspiration comes from because children learn really quickly. I, I really love the passion with which you talk about this because this sounds like you're the perfect fit for this and the fact that you set aside a lot of societal expectations and went into this particular field of work and then found your calling, so to speak, that sounds really inspiring. So given that we are actually recording this in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic and we're in the, you know, India is also just coming out of the second wave and things like that. And UK has also experienced a lot of upheavals in the last 18 months or so. 
how has this impacted your specific role and or your specific business in this space? Because I'm sure you must be hearing a lot about children or parents struggling with this kind of shifting dynamic when it comes to online classes or virtual learning or uh, enforced homeschooling. So right. has that has that increased your uh, client base in any way or has it increased an in interest in your the work that you do? Absolutely. I think Shailaja, with the whole pandemic um, that the globally we are experiencing, um, there has been a huge shift um, in the parenting itself, um, expectations um, around the school. So if you look at it in England, we don't, children have gone back to school since March um, and they did go back in certain periods last year as well. But some of the changes that we have noticed is that uh, social skills have immensely deteriorated. Anxiety has peaked. Um, uh, school refusal has peaked here. Parents have to multitask whilst they are not teachers, they are parents. And uh, on top of that, they have to manage the household. They have to get on with their own job roles. And I think the disputes within the families has peaked as well. So to answer your question of whether it has um, helped my business, the interest is definitely been um, growing. But like I said, I am a very new business. And to having said that, I'm quite happy with the number of clients that I have had um, since starting. I wouldn't have expected, but yes, there the most of the problems or issues that uh, parents and children are bringing into me, or last year whilst I was working, was anxiety. Anxiety of actually sitting in front of the computer and um, guiding themselves. Now, kids who are 11, 12, 13 or younger don't know how to really focus and sit in front of the computer and get their work done on their own. Also, from my our own personal experience, my daughter had to do an 11 plus exam. This is something that each child who is in year six have to write in order to get to year seven in England. And if they want to go to a grammar school and it's a merit based exam. So these children struggled all the GCSEs, which is equivalent to year 10 and year 12 in India, they struggled. My nephew, he was just going to university, they struggled. So basically we were looking at future decisions, careers, anxiety around where everything is going to go, lots of uncertainty amongst children, not really. Um, the confidence took a big knock down there, self-esteem, self-worth, increased time spending on social media. And let's let's take it that all parents don't know how to manage um, these new issues because otherwise kids are in school. So yes, um, though the number of clients have peaked, um, I think these are some of the some of the challenges that they have faced. And it has been interesting to see a slight shift in my work where I would have predominantly worked with children quite a lot. Initially, when I started my business in January, I did not think I would work with parents. But 
soon within three weeks or four weeks parents were telling me please we need your help too so i think that's when the parents came on board though i did not start off with the decision that i am going to work with parents um, so that's when parents came in board and it has been quite interesting to see how supporting both parent and child and making those changes within the sessions as well making my sessions available online. Um, this is something new for me because I always see clients one-to-one. -one. That has been a huge thing. And also to see that I'm able to offer this service in India. I do have clients in India and I am aware that they're still stuck in the pandemic. And But again, whatever I have told you before, it's the similar issues that I am getting, that parents are not able to manage screen time. They're not able to get their children to focus and do their work. Children who are in year 10, year 12 are really uncertain, have high amounts of anxiety, or they are just about the threshold of giving up um, all of these issues and parents not knowing how to help their child in the best way they can. And that's that's fascinating, right? And interestingly, you mentioned that you used to work one on one and then you had to make this transition to online. And I think that was pretty much around the time that uh, this social media overwhelm would have also impacted you and your business. Because I remember when you started the course, the intentional Instagram course, you mentioned that one of the challenges that you were facing was managing social media overwhelm and not knowing how to develop a healthy relationship with the platform. So after you did my course and you have just completed my course, you've been working on some of the principles over the last three months or so. What are some of the changes you're personally able to see when it comes to your relationship to the platform and how you're able to see it impacting your business? Oh, massive, <laughs> massive. Um, well, I am not new to social media. Like you, I like social media. In my personal life, I use social media to express my views. I use it as a platform to share my thoughts, my opinions, um, to raise my voice, to stand up for myself, all of that. So I've had, I, I am a big lover of Instagram. Uh, I like photography as well. So I like expressing in pictures. So I had it since I, since 2011. 11, I believe. Um, but that's where I, Facebook was not one of my strengths. But I think Shalaja going on your co course content and um, was an eye opener for me, not I would say eye opener as well as having a mindset shift. Now working with children in the way that I work, I had quite a lot of tools to help myself, but social media and business was a totally new area for me. So last year in 2020, I worked quite a bit on social media because I was experimenting with business and I got on um, on a franchise business and tried social media and that's when I felt the overwhelm because since last year the pandemic strike and everyone was going on social media. When I did that, I found myself uh, caught up in this vicious circle of uh, putting content every day, um, um, you know, um, very anxiously waiting for people to respond, to see how many responses would come in. 
I would say there was no balance. There was no balance of expectations, um, how to how to manage it myself. But I think with your course, um, it has opened my mind to knowing and um, confidently um, putting into practice that um, one, the first thing for me is consistent in content, con in, in putting out your content. I did not believe I wanted to put out content every day because I thought, oh, people will see me one to one. I offer that service anyways. They will see me through there. So what's the point of putting a content? It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of my energy. Um, but after reading your or being in your program has somehow helped me to develop a practice, healthy practice of putting out the content. So now I think, well, putting out a content helps my audience, but it also helps me in actually knowing what I'm really good at offering to the people and to and I look at it more from an information perspective right now, whereas previously it was overwhelmed for me. And the other thing was managing the audience and how to like really build the audience. I did not care about it much before, but I think the new perception after your course was um, there are going to be all sorts of audience, but then small is still OK. And that I don't have to be on this rut to keep checking the numbers, how many people are going on there. It does not necessarily mean big numbers means big business. So I think for me that was really helpful. Again, that was a mindset shift coming from a professional who has already tried it. And then I was taking the course and then applying it myself. And when I was so new in my business as well, to take that steps because I have taking those small steps really helped and to have to know how many different types of um, audiences there are again that's information and awareness that was very helpful. Um, uh, uh, making comments and checking comments at a particular time in the day allocating that time that was very helpful and also ads etc how to use ads the warm the warm audience the cool audience knowing all of that the analytics and also something that amazed me was i you 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 said i don't do reels or i don't do hashtags and i was like wow okay how does that work then because for me my family is quite important and i have a 11 year old and the purpose for taking a step back from um, being employed was so that I can spend more time with myself, my family. I have family in India. I want to be there. Um, so this was a purpose. So every time I asked that, um, asked or questioned myself that core purpose of why I'm doing this, I was always able to create that balance now. Social media was not taking more than five hours of my day. I was not getting overwhelmed. So for me, it's three elements. Time management was effectively managing my time whilst I'm on social media, managing my expectations of likes and comments and responses, and knowing that I am in charge. I don't really have to be overwhelmed and anxious about how people come and comment, etc. And another thing I think it's definitely 
um, broaden my horizon about how I treat and think about social media right now is just telling myself I don't have to be doing everything other people are doing. I need to know what I need to do and how I can grow my business. And knowing that I think has helped me quite a lot. And your content is also very calming. And some of your examples, just to quote, like where you say Shakespeare or Kalidas or some or our old poets and old writers, they did not have a huge audience and we are getting to read their books even now. I think that just stuck in my head. And I was like, I still get one or two people reading my post today. So I'm, I'm still okay. I'm still sending my message to one or two people. And I think that really hit me home. Okay, wow, that's, <laughs> that's uh, more, far more than what I could have anticipated. So thank you so much for that. Uh, and I think you also mentioned this, you talked about how it really helped with your growth mindset. Now, as somebody in the space of social work and, uh, you know, in the service industry, how important do you think is the growth mindset when it comes to, say, social media or business or approaching an audience with the right kind of intentions? immensely important and i think we need to get that um get that mindset with social uh, social media because it's so fast paced right the pace of social media is very very quick and it is about telling that it is about the effort that I put and it's the progress that I make and that unfavorable comparisons that we make with. I might find another coach who is uh, having far more tools or, you know, doing 10 or 20 reels a week. And I uh, that unfavorable comparisons that we make on an everyday basis. Um, so for me, I found the whole growth mindset approach helps helps a lot, especially where you are putting in um, thinking about your efforts and your potential to get ahead every day, one step at a time and to say not yet. So basically, you know, saying I'm not there yet, but I'll get there. So processing on any of the mistakes or some things and knowing that there are alternatives, like you're a very good leading example for me that there are alternatives. I don't have to do that. So it's always about looking at alternatives. So I would say I didn't fully sit in a fixed mindset before I started with you. I knew there I could make two weeks, but I just did not have the right person to help me to do those tweaks. And I'm somebody who learns from examples from people around me. I need to see that. I need to see an evidence that that's maybe coming from the social work background. I do a lot of evidence-based work. My work is a lot of solution-focused approach and growth mindset approach that I work with kids. So I think for me to even tell myself, mm, I need to apply my growth mindset approach here in social media and business, it has helped me immensely. And I think for six months, I've achieved quite a lot, which previously last year, I would have said, I'm not good at business. Whereas right now, I've given it a try. I've looked at all the marketing models. I've got a coach on board who helps me with it. I've taken some more new courses. It's about constant learning as well. So last year, I did a course with the social media, which was brilliant. 
and I got all the women power in that and the growth mindset aspect going. So I had to tell myself, I need to find somebody who will help me break some of these myths or unlearn some of the things that I have learned. Maybe that's not helpful for me. I need to find another way. And there you were. So I think it's about finding that way. Um, and finding those alternatives and continuously looking for learning. Um, and that's where growth mindset sits in for me in my business or social media. Oh, that's, that's amazing to hear, especially because I think the growth mindset is something that all of us as creators can really benefit from and explore in our own personal as well as professional lives. So I think that's a, that's a great way of encapsulating why we need to continuously have the growth mindset because that's what will help us move forward. So uh, before we end, uh, Saumya, I wanted to know if you had to share three tips for aspiring business owners or business owners who have started around the same time as you, maybe just six months ago, what are some one to three important tips that you would give them in the space of being a business owner, somebody in the digital space? What are some of the tips you would share? I would say if you are thinking about it, go for it, um, pursue it, go for it and um, take, um, uh, you know, um, if it's your dream, I don't think being in a pandemic or in the digital world is any kind of setback. Um, so first one is if you want to do it, just pursue ways of doing it. Second one is one step at a time. I'm a big believer of baby step approach or small steps. Um, overwhelm is always created when you want to achieve things overnight. So one step at a time when you have recognized your dream, then um, think which is the smallest step you can take. Um, and then when you have achieved it, you can look at the next big, big step. Stay in a small step as long as you want to be to feel confident. And the third one is growth mindset and bounce back. <laughs> if something does not work, you know, growth mindset, you can say not yet. I am not there yet. And then process your mistakes, process what's not working well and uh, try to find different ways. Keep learning and keep believing in your efforts because growth mindset is not all about I am smart. That's why I can do it. Growth mindset is I will get smart every day by learning new things. And it's not a fixed um, quality smartness. People can be smart at 40 or 50 if they haven't been at 20 that's fine so I think it's just not limiting yourself in a box and growth mindset is a perfect example of how you can reach out even out of the box so I think for me these three things will be absolutely vital thank you so much Saumya this was a wonderful opportunity to have you on the show and to listen to your perspective and how the course has helped you and how the growth mindset has been fueled further by interacting with one another. So thank you once again for your time. Thank you, Shailaja. Thank you so much for the opportunity and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Intentional and Creative Affluence. If you'd like to read the written version of this particular episode, please find the link to that in the show notes below. If you're enjoying the podcast, let me know by sending me a voice note. 